Beyond our job admission street, this is the Rorschach Georgia Update, the brand new, enormously improved Tabilpod podcast. We'll try to keep it more concise, just 10 minutes, but hit all the big stuff. Today is Thursday, the 25th of March, 2021. Here we go. Georgia began administering COVID vaccines on the 15th of March, with medical personnel being the first in line to get vaccinated. Starting from the 25th of March, individuals over 65 years old will be able to register. A nurse died from anaphylactic shock after receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. 27-year-old nurse received AstraZeneca's COVID uh, vaccine publicly in a southern Achaltsiche in the southern Achaltsiche town. She was later uh, transferred to Tbilisi's first university clinic and died the next day, the 19th of March. Following the case, Georgian health officials have decided that vaccinations will continue only in clinics with intensive care units. TV Pirovelli aired covert audio recordings involving Prime Minister Rakhli Karabashvili, Bera Ivanishvili, uh, the son of the Georgian Dream founder and former party chairman Bidzina Ivanishvili, and the head of the Special Protection Service, Anzor Chubinidze. In the audio conversation, Bera seems to be asking the current head of Special Protection Services to punish young people for online posts insulting the Ivanishvili family. The exact date and circumstances of the alleged wiretap are still unknown, but the prosecutor's office of Georgia has launched an investigation into the unauthorized recordings. As in Georgia, it is a crime to secretly record a phone call or in-person conversation in any private place without the consent of the recorded parties. Georgian Dream Party released a statement calling the audio recordings a falsification of illegal recordings. Opposition supporters organized a demonstration outside the government office of Tbilisi to protest against an absence of the rule of law in the country. Georgia's lifted three more COVID-19 restrictions. Ski resorts, indoor areas of restaurants, and other food catering facilities have opened nationwide. However, restaurants cannot receive customers on weekends. Shopping malls and markets previously only open on weekdays will now be allowed to operate on weekends as well. The national curfew in effect from 9 p.m. until 5 a.m. has still not been lifted. There are fissures in Tbilisi, and we're not talking metaphorical fissures. Um, they're along slopes and are posing a risk for landslides. Machavadiani Road, Road, which connects the two residential areas of the city, Vashlishvadi and Nutsubidze, has uh, been put on landslide alert after the fissures appeared. Construction works are underway at the site. However, according to the mayor's office, they do not pose danger to the slope itself. Tbilisi City Hall invited German experts and local geoengineers to examine Vashli Javadi's landside potential. A court found all five defendants in the Georgi uh, Shakarashvili's murder case guilty. The 19-year-old footballer was found dead after a four-day search on the 22nd of June last year. Shakarashvili was leaving a party 20 kilometers away from Tbilisi when, with a friend when they were attacked. Three defendants were sentenced to 16 years in prison for premeditated murder of Shakarashvili. Uh, as for the two ju- juveniles involved, they were sentenced to 10 years and six months in prison. Former Prime Minister Georgi Gakharia announced that he does not plan to leave politics and will reveal his agenda in the near future. Gakharia resigned on the 18th of February following a disagreement with Otsneba's um, colleagues over the detention of Nika Melia, leader of the United National Movement. Talks mediated by the EU between the ruling party, Georgian Dream, and opposition parties on the issue of repeat parliamentary elections and the release of opposition party Nika Melia have ended without result. 
the mediator Christian Danielson has returned to Brussels. On the 8th of March, also known as International Women's Day, a march of a thousand parents was held by women's rights activists in 11 cities in Georgia. The demonstration advocated for systemic reforms in the fight against sexual violence and was part of a hundred days of protest, a campaign launched after the suicide of a 14-year-old rape victim from a Jada region. During the march, true stories of sexual violence endured by minors were retold by actresses. Organizers and demonstrators demanded legislative changes that would make absence of consent a central part of the legal definition of rape in the criminal code. A new president of the Georgian Rugby Union has been elected amid protests. Soso Khemaladze, newly elected president, was the only candidate in the elections. Protesters uh, opposed to the vote cited political meddling, claiming they had already elected the president in December 2020 and demanding veteran player Irakli Abuseridze to be declared president without re-elections. However, he could not be registered in the public registry due to procedural shortcomings and was later disqualified. Yep, those darn procedural shortcomings. Several people were injured in the protest as a result of the confrontation. Deputy Interior Minister Kaja Sabanadze has resigned amid media reports that he ordered an intentional disruption of a gathering of opposition groups hampering an opposition protest back in 2019 and that he used illegal surveillance to keep control over some politicians. Georgia's former Justice Minister, Ted Lukiani, has been appointed Minister of Culture, Sport, and Youth. Appointed back in 2012 as Minister of Justice, Lukiani was the longest-serving minister of the Georgian Dream Party until she resigned in October 2020 to join the election campaign of the ruling party. The 23rd of March, the National Democratic Institute has released a new public opinion survey showing respondents' attitudes towards a bunch of issues, including the government's response to COVID-19. In the survey, 53% of interviewees said they would not get vaccinated, while 35% said they would. Also noteworthy, when asked which political party is closest to them, 54% of respondents felt unaffiliated, while 31% named the Georgian Dream and 14% were opposition supporters. Opposition has announced a large-scale rally against the ruling party on the 15th of May, On the 9th of March, Georgia recorded its first case of reinfection from COVID-19. A patient was reinfected with the same coronavirus strain three months after the initial contraction. As the schools throughout the country remain open, St. Kirion School in Kobuleti has closed after two teachers and a few students were diagnosed with COVID-19. A new sewerage and wastewater treatment plant will be built in Hulo. The project is funded by the government of Germany and the European Union. Destination management organization Cajeti is preparing to start wine and tourism school online with the support of the U.S. Agency for International Development. The investigative service of the Ministry of Finance of Georgia has arrested four people for creating and distributing counterfeit money. The defendants used a total of 113 counterfeit 100 lati banknotes in the amount of 11,300 lati throughout shops, and quick payment machines in different regions of Georgia. The Agency of Protected Areas has initialized a research program needed for the establishment of a Guria National Park. According to the agency, the national park will be established in forested areas near Bakhmato and Gomi Mountains. The new project aims to address the challenges in Guria, particularly human-induced damage, biodiversity conservation, ecosystem conservation. The project 
for the new park is implemented by the Agency of Protection Areas, uh, for, of Protected Areas and the Worldwide Fund for Nature with financial support of Sweden. Joint meeting between the Committee for Sectoral Economics and Economic Policy and the Committee on Environment and Natural Resources. Namakhvani Hydropower Plant Cascade Project was discussed. The meeting was attended by the Minister of Environmental Protection and Agriculture, Levan Tavishvili, Minister of Economy and Sustainable Development, Natia Turnava. In her speech, Turnava concentrated on the major criticisms against the Namakhvani Project and stated that despite it being one of the most well studied projects, concerns among stakeholders regarding the safety importance and benefits remained during the meeting. Prime Minister, the Prime Minister expressed readiness to hold weekly meetings with different stakeholders and local community members, but helpfully specified that the topic would be the importance of energy independence for the country. According to the State Employment Promotion Agency, over 95,000 Georgian citizens have applied for employment in Germany. At the moment, there are about 300 vacancies in the agency, of which 50 have already been filled. The first cohort of candidates will travel to Germany in early April. As the number of registered citizens significantly exceeds the number of vacancies, in agreement with the German side, the Georgian government has adopted a new principle to evenly distribute incoming vacancies among different regions of Georgia. Registration for the scheme has been open since February 15th and will last throughout the year. The Georgian rugby team defeated Russia for the 20th time in a row. Le lo, le lo, sakart velo. The victory comes as a third win in Rugby Europe Championship, which serves as a qualifying round for the 2023 World Cup. A film by Georgian director Andrei uh, Kovaridze entitled What Do We See When We Look at the Sky has earned the Fipressi International Film Critics Association Award at the Berlin International Film Festival. That's it for this week, Megobrebo. Next week, I'm Day. Abashenitsi. <laughs>